Hi, this is Valentina Bellucci, and you are listening to Tanya Tay Presents Key Influencer Success Podcast. This is Tanya Tay. wonderful people who are looking to level up your loot. I'm Tanya Tate and this is my podcast, Tanya Tate Presents Skinfluencer Success. On today's show, removing blockages and allowing energy to flow. My guest is Valentina Bellucci, an adult performer from Europe who started her own independent studio, Step House Triple X, that went on to become an AVN award-nominated studio. How can you start your production studio from the ground up? So my son Ozzy is having time off school due to the holidays. And as a mum, I still have to do all the things that I need to do to be a working parent. And tasks, they keep adding up. And some of the additional tasks I've had to have is catch up on my accounts. And I didn't realise I hadn't touched them for a few months. And I want to give them over to my accountant to review so I've been clear in that. I had a get-to list, just a short get-to list of the important things that I needed to do this week. And that was on the list. Because what I've got coming up, I'm going to be taking a trip with Ozzy. Me and Ozzy, we're going to be getting on a plane, going to Canada and spending a long weekend with some of my family who live there. And they're also from the UK. And they live about an hour west of Toronto. So super, super excited So this week I've been catching up on some accounts, some emails and packing for the trip. And I've just been reflecting over the last few weeks, thinking about some of the things that I've achieved and thinking about the stand-up moments. It's something that we can all do is just sit in stillness and really consider our journey, bringing up different events in the mind that stand out. And sometimes I feel that things are kind of stop, start, stop, start, obstacles. And there have been some obstacles that have been there. But then there's other times when you feel like life is just flowing and moving forward in a forward projection. I've been revisiting my mind and my health and I always tell myself this, we're here on earth for a reason. And I want to ensure my mind and body are on board to make the most out of it. So some of my recent standout moments, I I want to share that I've been waiting to schedule a photo shoot with my friend Chaz Photography. He's mentioned that he keeps seeing me, keeping busy through following me on my social media. And I must admit, I have been focusing more on the collabs over the last few months. Um... Some of the recent collabs that I just did, I actually caught up with two different friends that I had shot with many, many years ago. And I have to say, it's probably been about 10 years or more since I last shot with them. Um, My friend, Jelena Jensen, 
I shot her, I directed her actually in my first movie that I directed for Philly Films, Tanya Tate the Milf Masseuse. And the other girl that I worked with, actually, funny enough, it was in another masseuse kind of movie, Brittany Amber, and I played the masseuse and had to give her a nice massage. Huh, both scenes, massage scenes. And I worked with them both recently, and they're my two latest updates on my social media, my premium social media. I love it because I go in... And at the beginning of the week, I post a trailer on Twitter. So if you all want to find out what you got going on this week, just go to my Twitter at Tanya Tate and you look at the the pinned tweet. And it's normally a preview of what's coming up on the premium social media. So I guess Chaz have been looking at that and been saying, when when are we going to shoot? When are we going to come and shoot solo? So I picked a day and got the plan together to get some amazing photos and video footage and the weather in Los Angeles County has been really super hot. But the location um, that we were shooting at has a swimming pool, so we thought I'll be fine. Pack suitcase of swimwear, lingerie. And my friend Chaz, he shot so many fitness models. And I, I think that was one of the reasons actually why I was drawn to him, because he photographed girls that were super fit. And I'm like, yeah. I, I want this guy to shoot me and I have to say I'm always very honoured when I shoot with him and we got to shoot something really amazing so it was hot and we, we did some sets it was like a secretary set and then we did outside lingerie like a lilac lingerie and a white sheet like just beautiful and you know it's getting really hot and then we're poolside and the whole of the time I kept looking at this pool and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I really want to get in that pool and swim. And eventually I did half in, half out the water. And I wore this one piece bikini and I've had it for years. And I've never really got the chance to wear it. And mostly because I wasn't 100% comfortable wearing it before until now. Now I'm feeling like one of the best that I've ever felt in terms of body shape. So to then have the confidence to put that bikini on, it's tight and it's skimpy. So to have the the confidence in myself that I'm going to be feeling good and everything's going to be perfectly shaped... And I was right, the Hawaiian tan, the Southern California tan, the white swimsuit, the nails, pink and white tip French manicure. And wow, Charles was showing me the shots through the back of the camera, you know, flicking his camera around, we were looking at the back and they just looked amazing. And eventually I'm like, you know what, I just got to swim. I just got to get in that pool, it's so hot. So there I am, and wearing nothing, just my clipping hair extensions, just gliding in the water and feeling the rays of sunshine. And Chaz captured some wonderful moments. And I posted one of the photos from the shoot on my Instagram. And when we were shooting, he said, he commented on how different I look compared to last year when we worked together. So I was trying to figure out how long ago it was since we last worked together. And, you know, it might have been like nine months ago. 
And he was just commenting on how my body is more curvaceous. And I'm just in awe that I've got my body to where it is. To being photographed, to being proud to share the photos. And when I look at this picture that I posted on Instagram, I have to tell you, I was so super excited about this photo. I was sending it to some of the people. I sent it to Gert, who is my personal trainer. And he was just like, yes, we did this. We did this. And I, when I look at the picture, I just, I see heartfelt health and happiness. You, you got to go and take a look. It's the one I'm talking about actually is on my Instagram, instagram.com slash Tanya Take Create. Go and check it out. But the weather every year really has been so hot. So hot, in fact, that we had a heat warning in effect. So I took some time off, busy, busy life to go to the beach. And I have to ask you, have you ever been somewhere and just stood back I looked around you in stillness and soaked everything in. Maybe it was being in nature, just hearing the waves gently crashing and feeling the sand between my toes and the occasional noise of a, of a seagull. And I was standing, I was watching my son Ozzy and he, he's got his legs in the water and he's splashing around. He's only like, you know, the, the waves go in, they go out, he's... Is the water's ranging from feet high to knee high. And I'm standing there and I'm, I'm watching him. He's splashing around. And then he's got this big blow-up rubber ring and he's sitting in it and he's letting the waves kind of push him back to the shoreline. Then he's going back out of it and he's pushing back to the shoreline. And he's just like riding these waves. And we can see all the surfers as well, so he's probably watching all the surfers. And then he's digging in the wet sand... And he's picking up shells and he's looking at them. And he found a stone and he brought it over to me. Mummy, mummy, it's one of your love stones. Now I have to tell you, I do have some rose quartz and I have them in a little bag. So part of my daily affirmation, if you like, is holding on to my stones, the rose quartz. And, you know, for me, I... I believe that certain stones hold certain qualities and the rose quartz, it's, it holds on to love and it's you know linked to the heart chakra. So he calls them my love stones. <laughs> and I'm like, it does look like a love stone, my, my rose quartz, but it was more of a, a deep brown. It, it was not as pretty as the, you know, the, the baby pink. But he was picking them up and he, oh, mummy, mummy, this, this shell, it's like, oh, it's like a butterfly. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And he was just totally content, just spending hours on the edge of the water. And something this simple, like a simple picture unfolded in front of me, just made me smile and feel pure joy. And then I watched him play with my friend and their little boy. And it was just like watching a movie happen. Like all I could focus on was the activity and everything else seemed to fade in the background. It's like, you know, when time stops and you just take it all in and then after a beat, the world starts moving again. 
and that was how I felt but I had this massive smile on my face and I'm like you know what this is just love right now love joy bliss and that's exactly what I intend to feel every single day of my life You know, I want to talk more about energy, but I'm hesitant and this prep for today was taking a little bit longer than usual. Okay, probably because I stunted the energy because I was hesitant to share about the energy. But you know what? I feel like my energy is flowing more now and that's what I've been focusing on. Okay, we're, we're going to talk energy today. You... You may not get it, you may not understand it, but may, you may just want to appreciate and listen and think, okay, that might make some sense. But I just love putting ideas to you and I love sharing the things that I find and removing the blockages to make the energy flow. And for my perfect health and for my health and my strength and my journey of getting back to where I want to be. That's what I'm trying to do. I keep asking myself, how do I move these blockages? How do I get my body back to full health? And I can recall back to 2020. I'm going to say it quick because when we keep repeating the story, we keep putting ourselves back there. But I like to use it as a personal reference about where I've come from and to. So back in 2020, after my brother unexpectedly died, my body was physically affected. So I can recount when I was sitting on a chair doing DDP, Diamond Dallas Page Yoga, as my exercise, because it was the only exercise I could physically do because my body was so fatigued. So going from sitting on that chair to now being able to go to the gym and actually lift weights that were close to what I used to lift, and I'm doing that with my personal trainer, Gert, my body is strengthened. I'm using that as a reference because I can see where I've come and I can appreciate it and I can applaud myself and I can be proud of myself. And I've been complimented so much that I really appreciate the reminders that the universe has given me. I'm getting reminders through people. Like, for example, I went to have my blood work done and it was actually the day of the shoot. I went to get my blood work done and the phlebotomist. So I always go to this one lab and it's just one guy that works there. And he yeah, he likes when I go in because I always have a chat. And, you know, he um, he enjoys, enjoys when I go in there. And he was like, wow, missus, what have you done? You look amazing. And I was like, huh. And then the girl at the gynecologist, I went to the gynecologist as well just the other day. And she had to recheck my age and she said, I want some of what you've got, she said to me. And I told them, you know, maybe it's my clean diet, maintaining a healthy weight, drinking lots of water, getting enough sleep every night, exercise, meditation. And maybe my genes may have helped. But what I also thought is that they can see my glow. They can see my energy. 
I've met people in my life and they've oozed this flowing energy that makes being in a room with them uplifting. And I'm like thinking, is that what they were perceiving as I'm definitely feeling it? I'm sharing this as I want you all to know that you can come from a place of weakness in mind and body to a place of strength. And if you feel like you're being held back, it can just be like a blockage, like a spiritual blockage, which is really anything that holds you back. That's something that is creating resistance within you. And for me, it was my health and my mind. When I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, that was the time when I let it all take over. But I had to stop. I had to believe in myself and I had to know what was my goal and how could I get there. And my health has been one of my premier goals. Knowing removing blockages equals perfect health. The spiritual blockage can feel like a heaviness, like a dampening of energy. Maybe for some it's like more dark and gloomy. So you can view the world in negative emotions and not a lot of the negative emotions are fear, anger, anxiety. But I also understand a spiritual blockage could be caused by some trauma in the past, a negative experience, a negative emotion that are deep and heavy, an energy that feels stuck and possibly it's painful. And I truly believe other people can't remove your trauma and pain only you can do it yourself. And maybe with some guidance and suggestions from others you can do it. But it's only you that can do it. And these are some of the ways that I've been working to cleanse my body from spiritual blockages. I love this that I'm putting it all together because I sit there, I, I'm going to tell you this, sometimes I sit there and I'm like, how do I, I type into Google, how do I remove spiritual blockages? How do I remove the the trauma? And I'm like, I've just told you, no one else can do it, only you can do it yourself. I love this. <laughs> the universe works in so many amazing ways. I'm telling you, how to do it, yeah, I sit there searching. I gotta listen back to this podcast. I know what I'm talking about. I gotta believe in it. And I like that I've I've wrote them down because this is like a reiteration for me. So nature therapy, being in nature is powerful. Nature's pure, it's natural. So, you know, you can see a mountain range or a starry night or a green meadow or just somewhere where you have a feeling of tranquility. And you can become more aware of your body and nature. It can shift the energy to something more peaceful. So my example of being on the beach, feeling the sea breeze, watching and soaking in the scenery, I felt I could reboot my mind by gazing at the beauty of the natural sights and the sounds. And meditate frequently. So when you meditate, it can heal your mind. It can restore your balance. So if you meditate more often, so as well as knowing the benefits such as relieving stress and lowering blood pressure and removing muscle tension, there's also a field of pure consciousness that you can reach during meditation. And it can help clear away spiritual blockages. And this is something I've been working on. 
Just for example, I woke up the other day super early and decided to do a longer meditation. So I'll share which one I was listening to. It was Joe Dispenza Pineal Gland Guided Meditation. And it also was guiding you through some of the... And it was also guiding you through some of the chakras. And there was breathing and it's... Depends which one that you like, which meditation that you like. You've got to find something that really resonates with you. And this one, it really did resonate with me that morning. And I got up and I was like so full of energy and positivity. I found my mind and body was just saying yes to everything. I was more joyous and I physically felt lighter. I was like, that meditation, it really lifted me. You can practice yoga. So there's various types and styles of yoga and some of them have different breathing techniques and it can help cleanse your body and mind from spiritual blockage. And I love DDP yoga, which is Diamond Dallas Page and his lovely wife also teaches it, Paige McMahon. And by for me, by using the breathing and the dynamic resistance in the DDP yoga, I can sometimes like feel I'm pushing the blockages away. And other ways to keep your body moving. So blockages can make you feel negative and lethargic. So by keeping your body moving, you'll keep that energy moving. And it can simply be just getting up and moving your body. I remember when there's been times when I'm like oh I'm so tired I don't want to do anything and I'll literally get up from my seat and I'll walk around and I'll do something by the time I've sat back in my chair again I'm like okay we moved a bit just that little bit of motion and when your body's in motion you can activate your energy system allowing the power to flow and moving out the blockage and this might seem like really small and a bit silly but be happy I know a smile may seem something small but it's also simple and magical and a true smile can be contagious it helps release chemicals in your body to lower stress levels and when I'm feeling heavy energy in me I physically try to smile to get the energy flowing I've just smiled as I said those words I'm going to recommend to you always wear a smile on your face try it now and see do you notice any difference? I'm smiling as I'm saying the words to you. You better be smiling now as you're listening to me. Positive affirmation. By saying positive affirmations, you can cleanse your spiritual blockage. So when alone, you can sit quiet, you can shut your eyes, you can chant some positive affirmations that you're comfortable with. And I actually have some myself written down as notes in my phone. And the words can change depending on what you want to emulate. And I will often say them as soon as I wake up or just before I'm going to sleep. And it sets my flow and energy up for the day. It strengthens my energy and reminds me of the peace and tranquility that I want during sleep. And this is the time actually when I bring my rose quartz stones in. As Ozzy calls them, my love stones. And I hold them because I know I'm flowing 
the energy in from one hand ran my body out and the other hand and there was rose quartz stones uh, just capturing it all and by doing different daily practices such as meditation yoga being in nature being happy moving your body positive affirmations over time you can remove these spiritual blockages and see the world and enjoy life in its whole entirety and I've been partaking in a little of it all feeling the energy flow from my hands in my breath up through my body and not just up through my body immediately around me as well I've been doing this thing with my hands it's <laughs> the energy's come from my hands it is I'm moving my hands and I'm 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 feeling a lot of energy right now as I'm telling you this probably because I'm sharing it with you and I know there's going to be so many of you that are going to be listening I feel like a wall of blocks are being chipped away one at a time and and the wall is physically crumbling away so each day I create and today I share a little of my creations with you And we've heard it many times, energy flows where your attention goes. So wherever stories you create in your mind, your emotions will follow and your emotions will dictate the energy. So let's bring clarity, happiness, love and limitless flowing energy. So who is the content creator of the episode? I want to spotlight someone who I feel stands out or has done something interesting on their social media. So let me introduce this episode, Skinfluencer Success Spotlight Performer as Danny Daniels. As a spicy content creator, she mixes it up so you know what she does, but she's still family friendly. Well, kind of anyway. She posts a lot of fun comedy clips that are sometimes sexy, but not overly as to break the rules. And the light-hearted. And she shares memes on her Instagram. Some are funny, others are meaningful. And I, I have to admit, I just love just scrolling through and seeing what she's up to. And she has mainstream products as well. She has a coffee range and she has clothes. And she also is an amazing artist. She flew me actually into New York. Her team flew me into New York. And we, we made a show, um, Dinner with Danny. And it was in a restaurant and she had one of her pictures on the walls and it was a painting, it was the Beatles. And it was just amazing. Like, you've got to go and look at her art anyway. I'm going to throw that in there for you, Danny, because she's she's an amazing artist. But some of the memes, they're just, you know, the meaningful. And I, some of the comedy ones get me laughing. Um, but I want to share a meme that she posted That is something we all need to hear. 300,000 people die each day around the world and most of them wake up unaware it will be their last. We are not guaranteed another breath. If there is something that you want to do with your life, go do it. No more waiting. Be bold. Love deeply. And live with purpose. Why did I just get emotional when I read that out? Sometimes when you say the words out loud rather than just read them, they have more meaning. Go do it. Go follow Danny Daniels 
on Twitter and Instagram at aka Danny Daniels and on TikTok at Danny Daniels TikTok and tell her Tanya Tate sent you there. So tag for me some performers who you think deserve to be the Skinfluence of Success Spotlight. Tweet me at Tanya Tate, comment on my YouTube or TikTok at Tanya Tate Tube. Instagram is Tanya Tate Create or leave me a voice note at speakpipe.com slash Tanya Tate and let me know who you think should be spotlighted and why. Coming up next on Skinfluencer Success, my guest Valentina Bellucci, an adult performer from Europe, will share with you how you can start your own production studio from the ground up. This is Tanya Tate. Skinfluencer Success. You are listening to Tanya Tate Presents Skinfluencer Success. How can you start your own production company from the ground up? My guest is an adult performer from Europe who did just that. She started her own independent studio, Step House XXX, which went on to become an AVN-nominated studio. Welcome, Valentina Bellucci, to the Skinfluencer Success Podcast. Hi, Tanya. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. It's so lovely to have you. Of course. (laughs) My pleasure. Yeah, thank you. And I want to start off by asking, can you introduce yourself? Who is Valentina Bellucci and how did you get started in the adult industry? I'm definitely known to my fans as an adult performer, but I would say that this is just like one side of me. I have many sides. I put myself in many roles in my life. So... Of course, some of them I'm going to keep just for myself, but for my fans, just so they know, I'm an art lover, animal lover, uh, nature and all the sports possible enthusiast and a traveler also. Oh, and I don't know if I mentioned that I'm a uh, jewelry maker as well. So (laughs) just a couple of things I just I wanted to outline for you guys and for you, Tanya. Nice. So I, I love all this. There's a lot of different interests. So you are a performer. So how did you get started? How did you first become a performer? Uh, well, it's been a, it's been a, um, I would say three years since I started my journey. So it's all still fresh. Um, I would say that everything happened around when COVID hit, you know, and I started working from home. I had a little more time to think to, you know, to, to recharge the battery, but the batteries and reset my mind and think about like other possibilities. Cause I used to have a full-time job and my husband and I, we used to be in a in swingers world and, you know, uh, we're pretty open-minded and sexually uh, open and, um, you know, always willing to explore farther. <laughs> so, you know, we, since we have a little bit of extra time, we gave it a try and we started recording uh, ourselves, you know, and posting it on Pornhub and other sites. And boom, it clicked. Actually, the first two videos that we made that we made together, they hit up like 10 million views. And that was a big success for me. I was like, <laughs> so shocked. What's going on? I wasn't, you know, ready for this. So pretty, pretty interesting and, and intense start for sure. <laughs> nice. So I like that you made a video of yourself and your husband and you put it up on Pornhub. Um, yeah. And how many millions of views did it get? I, I remember I was like counting first million, second, one third. Then I don't even know uh, 
<laughs> what's the number now but i believe i stopped counting at like 10 million views wow. and that was very very satisfying and everyone started like identifying me with a stepmom which i don't necessarily like would put myself in that role but i know how popular it is and i why not you know i can perform different styles different roles that's what i what it's great about form different forms of expression so this is kind of cool so so <laughs> you put up one video so then you started you, you know you saw the stats like the views racking mm-hmm. all so is that when you decided to kind of start putting more content of yourself and your husband done you know what uh I started posting more solo content and uh, content with my husband, of course. So we started like together, just uh, me and him. Plus, I was uh, also um, I was actually taking a baby steps, you know, because I decided to start with fetish first, especially that, you know, I, I used to live in Tampa back then. And Tampa is a fetish capital fetish industry, you know. So um, I had a way more opportunities basically to 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 work in, in this field. However, it was also good for me because that, you know, gave me some room to think about like other things, what I want to do after that, or if I want to do it at all. Right. So that was very helpful too. Cause I was a, a little hesitant in the beginning. It wasn't that I, you know, uh, joined the industry and oh, boom, all in, you know, no, <laughs> I was actually a little shy person in the past. So, uh, I guess that was good for myself too, just to take it, take it easy, take it slow yeah so it's it's taking those baby steps and you know putting the the movies on Pornhub and starting to move forward now you just mentioned something about stepmom um is that was that coming from the feedback from all these new fans that you were suddenly were watching your content Yes, actually, that's a part of it. My fans, they wanted more. They wanted more role-playing. I thought I was talking a lot, you know, during the scene. But the feedback surprised me. Suddenly, they want more, more talking, more, more like family dirty talk. I'm like, okay, let's let's do this. <laughs> uh, so that challenged me a little bit too. Um, and also, it's just super popular nowadays. So I know... Fans are looking for this type of content, but I don't like to do um, just one genre, one thing. I want to, you know, spice it up with some like nice and other content. So, for example, we like to shoot parodies. We like to shoot um, very romantic, like old style movies, you know, so um, back to the past, (laughs) so to speak. That's what I'm saying. So that's that's the expectation to basically around the taboo um, studio, you know, I like to um, spice it up with different types of, of, um, of genres. So you mentioned taboo studio. Did I, I like to take it steps because you, you know, all about you, but people that are listening might be like, mm-hmm. hold on. She went from Pornhub to studio. It's like, how did she get there? So right. you started putting the content on. It was yourself. It was solo. It was with your husband. Mm-hmm. So at one point did you decide to, did that organically evolve into your studio or did you make certain steps to say, hey, we're going to start a studio? I would say that I, um, I think it started with the fact that myself and my husband were both creative in many ways and we used to be, you know, uh, behind the camera in the past, you know, with other projects that we've been doing. So, um, and I think that 
I have leader type of personality and so does my husband, but we like to take that extra step to basically um, and reach out other goals, not only, you know, and so with that, I just wanted to be not only in front of the camera, but also behind the camera and be able to, you know, to manage the bigger project, right? To look at it as a bigger picture, as an art and just create something beautiful because I consider porn to be an art. So, you know, it's just another another step that I wanted to take. I started, you know, meeting um, all the great people from the industry, making some connections and yeah and uh i was like why why don't we give it a try you know i was thinking it's like a huge huge investment in terms of for example equipment but uh nowadays you can definitely um limit the costs by just you know making smart decisions right and it just evolved you know step by step we started you know working with people that i already knew from the industry that i got a chance to collaborate and we are where we are right now. <laughs> yeah, so you started, you decided that you wanted to be a little bit more behind the camera, be behind the production. So you you well, yeah. networked and you reached out and you made connections with other people in the adult industry. And that's when you kind of started setting up collaborations. Yeah. Um, and so were you then putting these on Pornhub or were you, did you decide to start a website? You know, I randomly came up with the name. <laughs> of our of our uh, site, uh, Step House XXX, right? Uh, and I told my husband, "Hey, let's just let's just uh, name it Step House XXX, and uh, yeah, and let's create um, something from scratch, something new, right? Aside of what is going on, you know, with with my image in the industry, right? Of course, I do perform, and a lot of my videos are on Step House XXX, but I don't want it to be like only me, only about me. It's portion, uh, proportionally, you know, uh, it's, it's kept proportionally when it comes to other talent as well. So, so, um, yeah, so that's, that's what we have right now. Yeah. So you've got different, you've got different talent. It's not just all about you on the, on Correct. the production goal. Yeah. 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 And so at the time, you know, when you started this studio, um, you, you said, you know, you wasn't, so well known because you're quite new so what challenges did you discover as you know as a non-experienced performer mm -hmm. uh yeah totally um the the main challenge was determining whether you know people you work with are trustworthy or people you can make business right because i was new um so was my husband so we were like we were still we we're still meeting and getting to know all the new people from the industry you know however it's just tricky because when you don't have those connections it's hard to build something from scratch when there are so many other you know studios so many other male talent female talent right so it's just hard for the newbie to basically find herself in in the world like this so this is i find this pretty challenging to be honest with you but you know um world is yours you just have to believe right and just be positive about the things positive consistent determined that's how i was um to overcome those challenges and uh i still i still try you know i still i still try to be better to to to, to be in a better place so it's 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 a long journey and a lot of work you know on the way <laughs> yeah and it, it, i i 
get that. It's like, you know, for me, it's different because I'm so established. You know, I've been in the industry mm-hmm. for quite a long time, just got Hall of Fame at Exarcio. So oh, it's, it's awesome. like, <laughs> thank you. I'm so excited, so excited about that. I know. So, yeah. So for me, it's, I, you know, I can kind of look out and I can see people and I'll be like, okay, if I want to like look for a guy to collaborate with, I might ask some of my girlfriends and be like, hey, have you worked with this guy? Is he reliable? Is he a good person? Is he professional? Is he going to turn up? So you can kind of vet them based on the experience that your friends have had with that person. Mm -hmm. But if you're going from something totally brand new and you're like, okay, well, this person looks like they might be good to collaborate with. How do you know if, you know, how professional and reliable they're going to be? And that's a that's a good question. Uh, luckily, I had um, friends um, that you know uh, they were swingers too, and they they were in the industry too. So that was such a huge help, <laughs> of course, because I was able to kind of vet you know people through them through like recommendation process. So you know I was I was you know trying to reach out to them and just check if they know anything, and they were like, oh maybe if they didn't know, they they you know send me to someone that knew. You know, so yeah. it's kind of it, there is always someone who knows someone, and but it's but you gotta know some somebody, you know, at least one person <laughs> because otherwise, it's um it's it's challenging, it's hard, and and you can easily get yourself in trouble. And obviously, there are some situations important we all want to avoid, right? And they're still happening, unfortunately. Yeah. And it, it's, it is, it's like finding the right people, isn't it? And I, and I like, you know, you had your friends that were, they were swingers that were already yeah. in the industry and, you know, it's like, are they okay? <laughs> are, yeah. are, they, are they legitimate people? Um, but, but it's trying to like find someone, you know, for me, I, many years ago, I used to do like a casting couch. So it would be like brand new guys would come and try out yeah. and see if they were any good. And it was like, are they going to turn up? Are they going to be in full working order? You just never yeah. knew. So right. I made it. So the series was, well, if they were not very good performing, it was yeah. okay because we were trying them. So I, I kind of made the scenario fit, you know? Yeah. And yeah. There, there was an, another time when were, I had a girl who was a female follower and she was so cute and she would be like really nice and she would like comment on stuff. I got to know her a little bit more just on regular social media. And uh-huh. I would cast for movies. I used to do a lot of movies for a company called Philly Films and it was lesbian family affair. And so I would cast a, a lot of women for the roles. Mm-hmm. I said to her, um, oh, actually it was it was a Tanya Tate's babysitting academy. And so so oh, what yeah. a lovely name. <laughs> Tiny Tate's like Babysitting that. Academy. And I was just like, I could find the perfect role for you um, if you want to try it. And I literally, she did her first movie with me. And really? <laughs> it was like, is it touch and go? Is she going to turn off? Is it going to be good? Yeah. Is it, you know, are you, this is now she's really, <laughs> she's really in. And so these are a lot of challenges, aren't there? It's like, you know, you're getting another performer that you're working with. There's a lot of things that you've got to do. You've got to get tested. You've got to, you know, make sure that test is legit. There's the wardrobe. There's the location. There's so many 
things that you've got to work towards. And I know you deal with all that as well, being the small studio. Yeah, it's it's a lot. And it's usually, um, you know, I'm either directing or taking care of like everything. <laughs> so I would consider myself, uh, which I turns with my husband, I like to direct, but or and be behind the camera as well. But um, at other times, I just want to focus because I, I do it regardless. So <laughs> I like to like nitpick on, on things because I'm a perfectionist. So uh, you know, everything needs to look nice before the scene. And so I'm just making sure that they're like, like we did before, there is no extra noise that there is, you know, uh, that the place is clean. Basically everything looks good, the bad sheets and the makeup and, you know, everything needs to look good basically. <laughs> and the mm-hmm. light, most importantly, the light, cause I'm crazy about light. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it gets a little, you know, frustrating if you're such a, if you want to, you know, be perfect in everything, it's unfortunately you got to let it go sometimes because it's not going to happen. There are always situations, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, however, you know, speaking about, I think that uh, we also have a camera person, you know, so three or four people, it makes it a good team, you know, and I think we have everything yeah. under control. We're doing pretty good. Uh, and nowadays, <clears throat> And the good thing, uh, which also let other people uh, start a production more like easily, easier than before, I was going to say, is that you don't have to buy super uh, expensive equipment. So it's more like affordable, right? So this is not a no-go if you want to start nowadays, right? So that was something that helped me too, you know, because we didn't have big budgets uh, when we were starting. Um, but yeah, that's that's great, you know, the, the technology um, it's it's changed. And, yeah. So t- talk to me, Valentina. You know, when you initially started off, and it was yourself and your husband, and you decided to make that first movie. How has your equipment progressed from then to where it is now? I did invested in a in like better equipment, of course. Yeah, but there were times when we just record with, and there are times when we record with our iPhones. So yeah, iPhone has amazing quality nowadays, and there are two teams iPhone team and anti-iPhone team. I'm in iPhone team because I love how great quality, you know, iPhone. iPhone. (laughs) And also I do everything on my phone. So it just makes it easier. You know, I record, I save it in my Dropbox. Everything is in my phone. Email. So we're basically attached to our phones nowadays. I'm not saying it's good. It's, It's very bad, but I'm trying to fight with that and just <laughs> to those breaks <laughs> yeah but you know it's just um it's just times yeah. we leave and nowadays you know yeah you know the equipment's become so advanced you know I remember years ago and I started performing it was like in 2008 and mm-hmm. I can remember like I'd like hire people to do the camera and when I look mm-hmm. back now at like the camera I'm just like oh my goodness it was like yeah quality was so yeah. poor and the light was yeah. so and then I go and do something on my iPhone now with like mm-hmm. this I've just got a ring light on now but if I was shooting a movie I would um I would make sure you know I have some nice bright lights and just put the iPhone and I'm like such yeah. a difference in you know you can still get really good high quality footage totally. just by using yeah. an iPhone of course and you know there are times when you just uh 
you don't have your equipment with you, right? But you still have your iPhone, so you can just record, you know, record everything. <laughs> My just... friend uh, taught me that, you know, wherever you are, whatever you do, uh, just, you know, start recording because that can be attractive to your fans just to see simple things like just everyday things that you do, right? Yeah. You're cooking, you're cleaning, you're calling your friend, right? And there can be some action to it. <laughs> you know, uh, what comes to my mind right now is the new genre. Um, how is it called? Oh my gosh. Um, see, I, um, oh my gosh. It's just, um, I completely forgot <laughs> the genre name, but basically the goal is to not to be present in the momentum, right? So you basically, you are in a, situation of like let's say cooking or doing whatever studying working and here comes the guy and fucks you right and you don't react you just he's not recognized at the moment so this is the the genre the new genre you know that's people like oh wow apparently are interested in so yeah i'm <laughs> gonna give it a better look do you know there's a lot of genres and a lot you know a lot of different people like different things. Um, that's a new mm -hmm. one on me, you know, where there's action taking place with mm -hmm. one person and then the other person is not acknowledging the action. That for me, mm -hmm. I've, I've, I don't think I've ever done anything like that. I, I've probably done stuff where I've spoken or I've like, yeah. sometimes like the guy watching wants to be ignored or something like that. That's, but never with there's a collaboration where one is totally, mm -hmm oblivious <laughs> it's hard because it's just hard not to respond you know not to react or sometimes when you know something funny happens it's just hard to uh, not to laugh like, i want to laugh i'd be like one to laugh oh my god imagine watching behind the scenes from something like that <laughs> do you know it, it's it's very interesting though isn't it because a lot of people like different things and you know yeah. it's it's there's different shapes there's different sizes there's different ages Anxious. you know you know for, for me i really i'm a milf i'm a real milf i'm a 12 time milf of the year winner and 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 for me like that's a niche that's a market that i work yeah. with so you know you you would like a lot of the step moments like you know we fit that milf market um mm -hmm. but you know for for people that are listening you know what would you say to people you know that think oh i'm not going to be any good on camera or i'm not going to get any fans if i go on camera what would you say to people um, <laughs> basically i do think that porn is very uplifting when it comes to women women of all ages uh colors shapes um whatever you know you name it because fans will find they will always find some find something they can relate to you know and that's what they want to see they want to see the you know someone who looks like their neighbor because that's what's turning their on you know there there will always be that resemblance you know and i think that everyone has a big big chance to become a porn star whether it's a woman or of course or a guy <laughs> as well uh, just because you know, we're all different. Our needs are different. Our fantasies are different. So everyone could, can fit in it. It's very uplifting. And in my opinion, uh, it can give, give you a lot of validation, a lot of um, confidence. So it's a boost for, 
for a lot of things, you know, and, and I like that aspect of porn, especially when it comes to women, you know, um, all the instances that I've seen, you know, never, it was, it was actually always very, very, um, beneficial to, to, to the ladies who I know who joined the industry in many ways. Yeah. It it is. And it's, it's so true. Like there's somebody that is going to want to see the content that you're going to produce. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you produce that content and people start giving you feedback or you can see financial numbers start increasing or views start changing, then you know that that's something that people are going to watch. Um, So in terms of like producing your own content, you're going to produce what your fans are going to work towards. So you're right. It doesn't matter age, anything. There's, there's always, as long as you have calm, I always think to get on camera, as long as you have confidence in yourself and you're willing to get out there and to like really enjoy yourself. And you just gotta be, you know, you can't get discouraged easily, you know, Uh, no matter what people say, because there will be people that who would like to, you know, they're not going to give you a hand. They're going to discourage you. They're, they're going to tell you that you're going to fail. So don't, don't listen to them. Just do, do your thing, you know, and don't give up until you get the things done, you know, or at least try. So even if it's, if it's, if you're going to fail, but then you will be able to look in the mirror and, and, and tell yourself that, hey, I've done everything I could, right? I, I wasn't able to reach to, to reach the goal, but I tried, you know. But a lot of people, they give up, you know, at the early stage. So unfortunately, they they fail, but they fail because of of themselves, of their bad they decisions. Yeah. Don't always trust in themselves or believe in themselves. Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to, like, a small studio like what are some of the misconceptions about starting your own studio you know what i was think i think that the misconception was probably the equipment thing that i've already told you about in the beginning i thought that to start a big studio the studio not a big one you have to start somewhere of course <laughs> you have to invest right uh, you have to invest in the equipment however when we started we didn't have to so, uh, I mean, we didn't have to, we, we didn't <laughs> want to, and we just wanted to see if, uh, you know, the iPhone would, would do basically. And it did, <laughs> it yeah. did really well. So, uh, so that's, that's, you know, something that I think it's very, very, um, optimistic because if you really want, you can just start your business, uh, with, just small tools, right? Try to develop it a little bit and then you will reach for the bigger tools, right? So, so you can, um, yeah, evolve further, you know? <clears throat> yeah. You, your content, it's, you know, you have the website and it's on Pornhub, but what are some of the other platforms that you use for, for, for your content to be posted on? Uh, so I use um, X videos. I use, of course, Pornhub, uh, many vids. What else I'm, uh, I use? And of course, I post content on my OnlyFans. So that's a that's a pretty pretty important uh, promotional tool. And there is um, stuff on my OnlyFans which is just exclusive for my OnlyFans. And uh, you know, um, I just basically keep it there. So um, yeah, I think these are the the major ones, the major yeah. players. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I, I remember that. Oh, I'm oh, we... sorry. And the website. And I totally forget. And the website, the Step House website. <laughs> yeah, of course. I remember when we first met Valentina and I was in, I was in Vegas and I was hosting red carpet interviews for Adult Empire. And I can remember, yeah. you know, I'm doing the interviews, so I'm kind of focusing on who's coming. And then when you came along with your son, you're like, oh, we got to get her. We got to get her. And I was like, okay, I know. <laughs> I was so I was overly excited and not stressed at the same time probably with the stress and like <laughs> another type of excitement but I was I was a little bit stressed out just because you know we were being pulled out in so many directions it was my first AVN show so and the nomination and all the interviews I'm not gonna lie it was a little bit you know uh challenging overwhelming at times but I enjoyed it a lot you know yeah. I enjoyed it so much it's <laughs> good so like the AVN of anyone that's wondering it's it's the um one of the big award shows that takes place in the adult industry and it's quite prestigious to be nominated and you, your studio was nominated. Yes, well, we were nominated in the category of uh, new production. So basically new studio. And, you know, I didn't know in the beginning, you know, because the list is very long. And I kind of, I, well, uh, my husband and I, we've gone through the list, you know, when when it first, it, when it was, you know, announced. And I didn't see my, myself there. So I'm like, okay, no problem. You know, I just started. I, I still consider myself new. But, you know, I didn't find the studio either, you know, on the list. So after like 10 minutes or so, um, our, you know, camera girl calls and she's like, hey, guys, do you know you, you got nominated? I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? So we basically found out this way. I was so, so excited, so proud. And I'm not going to lie. This was a big, big achievement. We didn't win, of course, but it was such a recognition uh, that we were there, you know, and we were still relatively new studio. So I'm really grateful yeah. for that recognition. You know, it's it's it felt amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's such a big achievement, isn't it? To yeah. you, you know, there yeah. th there's a lot of people that are starting off, and it is it's it's not the easiest. You got to navigate the ways around, mm -hmm. and then make sure that you are being seen by the the right companies. But it's it's a big achievement for you that the people that do the voting, like the industry yeah. um, experts, if you like, they looked at your studio and they said. Yes, you deserve to be in there. So. That was that was amazing. You know, I think that that you know what um, what's good about our studio is that we offer a variety. You know, when it comes to different things, right? Like I said, we offer a variety of genres uh, with a focus on step on, on the taboo side, of course, but also yeah. we we offer funds. Um, you know, a variety of uh, performers, right? from young to older ones, you know, from, you know, performers of different shapes, different age groups, colors, everything, you know? So I think everyone can find something they relate to. So that, and yeah. that's the key to our, you know, small success, <laughs> a yeah. milestone that we achieve. Yeah. It's I, I think. And it's, I, I want to talk about, you know, it's difficult being in the adult industry because sometimes I think it really can overwhelm you you know work it's we work from home we're 
small business people, entrepreneurs, we run our own schedule. And sometimes, you know, you got to take time out. So what do you do for self-care and how do you manage your work-life balance? Yeah, this is important thing that you just brought up. Uh, you got to have work-life balance. You got to have moments when you are basically detached from uh, from porn and from your uh, porn reality, even from, from your porn friends. They are great, but also you don't want to like narrow yourself down to one, you know, uh, one group of people, right, with, with common interest. However, the good thing is that a lot of us, we, I mean, porn connects us, right? But we do have a lot of hobbies, a lot of passions, right? A lot of mm. interests. So when we, you know, of course, we don't we don't share things like that all the time. And people sometimes people want to focus on work only. But, you know, if you want to, if you hang out with uh, some people, um, sometimes you get to know so many, so many interesting facts about them. And you can explore what together, not only in porn, field but also in other fields but um sorry i kind of uh moved to another topic but to uh <laughs> coming back to what we where we started um what i do um so to manage stress and to manage you know uh work-life balance i like to be in the nature for sure i like to be surrounded by nature by animals you, you know i like to hide myself in mountains sometimes I do practice sports. I uh, I love skiing. I love um, you know we 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 do like to um, to spend time uh, with my husband in the nature and just chill for a couple of days in national parks um, and things and do things of that nature. Um, I also do my I I make my jewelry. You know this is something that connects me to to the nature and just you, helps you me bracelet. find it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I do those things as well. Yeah, or I can just simply go to the farm and uh, socialize with alpacas, which was, <laughs> which I did last time, and it was <laughs> fun there, you know. Oh. So uh, those kind of things, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I definitely need to to feel that connection with the nature at times. That helps me to to recharge and reset my mind a little bit when it gets to the point that. You just can't. Yeah. <laughs> You're over it, you know. Yeah. But that helps you recharge and then you come back stronger. You have more power, you know, more strength to do with to do to be able to deal with everything, you know. Yeah. Because there will always be challenges. You just have to set your mind uh for it, you know. Yeah. In a good way. <laughs> Definitely. Just taking that time out, time away from work. And it is yeah. it is good. And it, I think that was one of the mistakes that I made when I was first in the industry mm -hmm. I didn't seem to take any time away everything was work 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 and at some point like you you forget you're you're the persona on the screen and yeah. to like I'm like oh no I'm me I'm me <laughs> sometimes you have to remind yourself it's it's different now because I I don't work as much and I have a family I have a, a little boy he's five and um you know he keeps me super busy um but you know it's it's good to like for us to recognize to to let others know that you do you, you do need to take time out you know of course um, yeah and i your accent i know you're european but where where about are you from valentina 
uh, originally from Italy, <laughs> but I used to live in different countries in Europe, so I have friends and family all over. I moved to States like 15 years ago or so, so yeah, yeah time flies. Uh, but I still consider myself more European, you know, because it's just 15 years. It's not like even half of my life. It's just 15 years still, you know, for yeah. me. So I'm, I mean, I'm adapted. However, I'm still adapting in, in, in some ways, you know, because obviously <laughs> there, there will be differences, right? Especially, you know, in the way of, in the perception of the world between Americans and, and, and Europeans, you know, so... Yeah. And in the perception of porn too, because uh, that's all different too. <laughs> so, what what is the difference? Would you say between European um, adult work and American adult work? It's hard for me to uh, to answer that question. Um, I can tell you from the perspective as a viewer, but not as a you know producer or the participant, because I did talk to some producers, but unfortunately, I didn't have a chance to. To shoot anything in Europe because you know that was around COVID, I believe, when yeah. I was supposed to go, and then there were all the restrictions and stuff. So I couldn't uh, push it back in time a little bit. But I spoke with some, um, you know, uh, people, and I do, I do look forward to, to shooting in Europe just uh, because I want to see how it, how it works there, right? From from many many perspectives. But as a viewer, I think that their porn. Um, it's, sometimes it's a little like more organic you know what i'm saying it looks more like like an old porn but it can also get a little more intense at times i i haven't seen some of the content here in the united states what i i didn't i mean i didn't see this content but i've heard from like other people from the industry that they can go a little intense sometimes too intense so this is not something that i would feel comfortable either participating or watching uh, but again, they, it's pretty, pretty organic and you don't, um, in Europe, they don't really want to make it look like a fairy tale and people are not that perfect, you know, like here in the United States, you know, so they, <laughs> they, they, what I'm trying to say, they look more like, like an ordinary people, you know, just to, to fulfill the fantasies that just a simple fantasies, right? And here, you know, like a lot of women, they look like princesses. They are like, they were wearing full makeup and all that stuff, right? But like my goal is to incorporate a little bit of like organic, you know? So you don't necessarily need to wear that makeup. You just act like a, you know, like a typical Karen, not to offend anybody. <laughs> but you know what I'm trying to say, right? I, just like because that's what people fantasize of. Yeah, like a like a regular person that you could like pick up yeah. in the supermarket or I want to show the uh, the imperfections as well. Yeah. Sometimes the the porn world in the United States it it's a little bit too perfect for me, you know. And in Europe it's mm -hmm. just kind of more real sometimes. So those two aspects are are important for me too. To cultivate here <laughs> yeah no, Sorry, that, that's, that's, no that's that's some really good points i remember i used to get asked that question a lot because i started off in the uk um right in 2008 and i eventually moved to america in 2010 and you know i did shoot some scenes in I, you're european so you're gonna laugh in europe <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny for a British person to be like, yeah, I'm from the UK and then we go and shoot in Europe. <laughs> like, it's yeah, right. of the same country. But 
coming from the UK, people that are sitting in the UK that are listening or watching to this be like, we know what she's talking about. When you're in the UK, yeah. you kind of go, I'm from the UK. And then there's there's Europe. But what you mean, there's mainland Europe. And and the cultures are yeah. kind of slightly, they are slightly different, you know, between yeah. the UK and Europe, the, the mainland Europe. But you know, for me, yeah. I get asked that question a lot. And I I get where you're coming from. There was seemed to be a lot more bigger budgets in America. And right. so it was more glamorous. And you'd be like, oh, right. mansions. And whereas in like the UK or Europe, it was even when I look back on the content that I produced mm-hmm. um, or I was in, it was like a lot of it was like it seemed to be smaller, like on a more yeah. of a lower cost basis. Um, right. That but I guess you know things change well um mm-hmm. but at the end of the day it's still whatever our fans like is what we're going to produce for them yeah. Um, yeah. um whatever makes sense financially for us as well as performers add that bullet to the misconception you know that you don't have to like put too much money you know because you, you don't have to invest in props in in um wardrobe right or equipment i forgot to add those two points to the to the topic right because i was referring to equipment but what about the you know the clothes the um all the basically the you don't need to look for for very expensive locations right you can do it like straight from your house or mm-hmm. you know just uh try to uh, you know rent something out i mean that's uh, unfortunately prices went up uh, nowadays but uh mm-hmm. but you can still try to uh to fit in within you know smaller budget so valentina i want to ask you know in a sentence what advice would you give to someone who's wanting to start their own production studio just do you believe in yourself uh it's not always about money you don't have to put in you know a lot of money to start with um you just you just give it a try and take a baby steps even if you don't have a a lot of money if you do that's even better you know but first of all money is not everything you gotta be determined you gotta be consistent and don't let yourself uh get discouraged by other people who might be um you know wanting you to fail because they're simply jealous right so yeah just determination and and consistency you know and positive thinking right but also um try to do whoever is you know whether uh director um studio owner of a performer what i would recommend if you're in the industry do some breaks you know do some breaks recharge yourself recharge your mind because at some point you might get crazy, you know, because it's just too much. It can get to the point that you might be emotionally drained or just overwhelmed in general. So do the breaks, connect with the nature or do whatever you love to do. Don't forget about it. Don't forget, like you said, who you are, because it's easy to forget, especially if you're in that role um, for a long time, you know, straight. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to remind yourself that, you know, some of us, we are moms, we are, we also have friends. So we are um, girlfriends, you know, and <laughs> so many, many other roles. Yeah, no, I like <clears throat> that. Well, thank you, Valentina Bellucci. Where can everybody find you online? My fans can find me on Twitter. Um, I use Twitter as a communication tool with uh, 
producers and people from more industry more often than you know talking to the fans just because you know it's hard you know so i send all my fans to only fans so all the fans don't get mad you know i can't <laughs> i'm not able to respond to you guys there uh but only fans yeah I'm talking to you all there, <laughs> my loves. Yes. And also Pornhub, uh, Menevitz, uh, X Videos, and most importantly, Step House XXX. You guys uh, know this is my studio, and you can also find some of my content there. <laughs> so thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you for coming on. It was on a pleasure and... featuring oh. your podcast. <laughs> thank you. It's a pleasure having you. This is Tanya Tate, Skinfluencer, Success. Thank you all for joining me on Tanya Tate Presents Skinfluencer Success Podcast. What are you practicing to keep your positive creative energy flowing? Meditation, yoga, being in nature, being happy chanting affirmations, moving your body. Make these a part of your daily life to clear any blockages and see the world and enjoy life in its entirety. Is your energy flowing? Are you smiling? Do you have a story that you want to share and how any of my podcasts have inspired you to be a better person? Who do you want me to have as a guest? What questions or advice do you want us to discuss I invite you to share feedback with me. You can leave feedback or ask me questions relevant to the Skinfluencer Success Podcast by using the hashtag AskTanyaTate. You can comment on my latest posts on Twitter and Patreon at TanyaTate, TikTok and YouTube at TanyaTateTube, Instagram at TanyaTateCreate, and you can also leave me a voice note on my SpeakPipe, speakpipe.com slash TanyaTate, and you might get featured on a future episode. So let's listen to my favourite SpeakPipe voice notes of this episode. Hi Tanya, it's Nicola Ward from Wigan in the UK. I just want to say, loving the podcast, the brilliant, you're a great interviewer and you make your interviewees at ease. I find them very emotional, informative and very inspiring. Um, I just want to say, who was your inspiration um, growing up and as your inspiration changed. Just carry on what you're doing. Love your work. Love ya. Bye. So that was Nicola Ward from Wigan. I love the words. Thank you, Nicola. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all those kind words and your continued ongoing support. Who was my inspiration growing up? You know, there was never one person that was my inspiration. And looking back, I think I... I wish that there was, but I would look at qualities in different people and I was more inspired by people's qualities. I guess that's a different answer than most people would give. And after I'd grown up, who inspired me? I see the world in different eyes now. When I was a kid, my aspirations seemed to be unattainable when I was a kid. And it was only when I got older that you can inspire to be something and then you can be it. My aspirations were a lot of what I don't want to be, which is not the way that I would be thinking now. 
And who would I say that would be my inspiration when I was older? I have to say um, people that have beaten adversity. I know we've spoken about her before, but Jacqueline Gold, she was very inspiring to me. A woman in a world of sex, be it sex toys, that was getting death threats for opening a sex store in Ireland. And I mean, if you are against the odds going to be able to do something, see the way I'm back to picking up little bits of inspiration from people as opposed to having one person inspire me. And now, even now, I take little bits of inspiration from people. You know, recently, I will be listening to Joe Dispenza or John Gordon or Ed Milet. And I take pieces of what they have and I take it and I, I use it for me. I don't know, that's kind of a long-winded answer, but I hope that answered you. And thanks for enjoying my work. Thank you, Nicola Ward from Wigan. It's like... I love it when I hear like something that reminds me of back from home and a Wigan accent. That's not quite my home, but my home's in Liverpool. That's where I'm originally from. I like to listen to her. We've got Nicola on twice today. Thank you for letting me be your inspiration because I take it from other people, the people that I follow, the people that I look up to, the people that are giving us amazing ideas to improve our life and talking about cringy moments have I ever had any cringy moments <laughs> I'm set I've probably had a lot I mean we can we can go with the oh god the one story the one story the cringy moment when I was directing I'm not going to tell you which movie which scene I'm not going to give you any of that information needless to say it was three girls me and a camera cameraman that's the only bit of information you can get and most of my movies were that and the girls were doing a bit of a daisy chain you know one face in one area and the other like a human centipede let's say and the one in the middle she kind of breaks the chain and you just see her face and she's pulling this face and she's like like moving her mouth and we're like is it so we stop and I'm like what's up and she said oh it's okay it's only a bit of poop <laughs> like what but it's okay she said it's gone now we were like oh <laughs> oh oh there was only one place that little bit of poop could have gone the cameraman had to walk off. The cameraman disappeared <laughs> and left me to deal with it. And I'm dealing in it in the most professional way that I can. So I get to the girl, toothbrush and toothpaste. And it was my toothpaste and toothbrush. I, I don't even know where hers was. I'm like, here, use this toothbrush, use this toothpaste, go and brush your teeth. And afterwards, she's trying to give it back to me. And I'm like, it's fine. It's yours. You can keep it. And I'd say that was probably one of the most awkward moments that I've ever had on set. <laughs> and it was something that I will always play back in my mind. Um, it, it, that's never going to happen again. 
but that was that was just one of those standout moments <laughs> so thank you keep those questions coming I love sharing I love inspiring you and I love you listening to my work so thank you so much guys hit me up with your mail and name and address Nicola Ward because I'm going to be sending you a thank you photo for your show of appreciation for leaving a speak pipe voice note that I played so if you are listening to me on any of the podcast platforms like Apple, Amazon, Audible and are inspired by any of the words please give me a written review and leave me five stars so thank you guys for all the support keep it coming I love hearing what you think about the show. And of course, if you do want to get to call me via phone or video chat, you know where you can find me on my premium social media platforms, sexpanther.com slash Tanya Tate or onlyfans.com slash Tanya Tate. And we can get to chat one-on-one over there. You can follow me on Twitter and Patreon at Tanya Tate, TikTok and YouTube at Tanya Tate Tube and Instagram at Tanya Tate Create. You can see all of my official links, including my premium social media on my link tree, just search Linktree on my name, Tanya Tate, all one word. And remember, if you don't see it on my Linktree, it's not me. The Skinfluencer Success Podcast is available on all major podcast platforms. Watch it first on patreon.com slash Tanya Tate. It's then released on onlyfans.com slash Tanya Tate and later on youtube.com slash Tanya Tate Tube. Patreon members get to see me exclusively reveal in advance the guest episode and they get exclusive clips that don't make the final cut of the video join my highest tier to get shout outs and this episode of appreciation shout out for being a top level tier member goes to call a 69 thank you for your support and you too can get a shout out by supporting this podcast and becoming a top tier level member of my patreon this is tanya tate you've been listening to skinfluencer success Energy flows where your attention goes. Whatever stories you create in your mind, your emotions will follow. And your emotions will dictate the energy. Let's bring clarity, love, happiness and limitless flowing energy. Now get out there and go build your bank.